Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening, that even as we have gathered here, we pray that speak to us a word in season that will transform our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For the past few weeks, we have been looking at signs of not love and loyalty. What is not love and loyalty? Or the opposite of love and loyalty. And one of the things that I've made you understand is that what we are doing, the teaching that we are doing is primarily applied to us and how we are going to relate with such people. And so um, that is why we are doing this particular series. I want you to understand that wherever you are, whatever you are part of, you need to demonstrate love and loyalty to that particular group or to the team, to the church, to the ministry, to the community, to the workplace, to the marriage that you find yourself. Wherever you are, you need to demonstrate love and loyalty. And so it's so important that we understand what love and loyalty is. And um, as I've been talking about for the past few weeks, what actually is not love and loyalty. And we have mentioned a few things which I want to recap for you. Number one, we said that a person who disappoints you in times of pressure or crisis, that is not love and loyalty. Number two, we said a person who has moral and financial weakness and is worldly. Number three, we said a person who thinks that he or she can do what you are doing better than you. Number four, a person who is, a, who is prepared to attack his or her own father or senior in the ministry. Number five, a person who is hurt and has not recovered from his or her wounds. Number six, a person who is not prepared to be trained or retrained in the ministry. Number seven, a person who is not prepared to do menial jobs. Number eight, a person who is irritated and reactionary every time he or she is corrected. So, so far, these are the things that we have learned. And today we want to add the last two and they will be done with the signs of not love and loyalty. What is not love and loyalty? So once again, I want us to read our main scripture, which is um, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. And I'm reading from the message version of the Bible. The message version of the Bible. Which says this, Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. That's what the scripture says. It says that don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. And a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. And one of the things that we have made everyone understood is this, that love and loyalty is the primary requirement that we expect from everyone who is here this evening. You must demonstrate love and loyalty in your life. Scripture says that that is how you earn a reputation for good living. 
You don't earn a reputation for good living by taking pictures of yourself, selfies, and putting it on Instagram or Facebook. That's not how to earn a good reputation. That's not how to make it in this life. If you want to make it in this life, what you need is love and loyalty. For your marriage to work, if you are in a relationship, for it to work, you need love and loyalty. If you are part of the inspiration movement, what we desire from you is love and loyalty. That is the only way this movement can move on and can um, do so much more. And that is why when we see people who don't have love and loyalty, we don't like them at all. We don't want them. We don't want such people. We want people who demonstrate love and loyalty. If you are married and your husband says, I love you, all right, but I have love for six other people, or I'm loyal to six other people, I'm sure you will not be very happy. That's the same way we feel when we see people who do not demonstrate love and loyalty to the movement that God has called us to, um, to become part of. And so that is why we are looking at what is not love and loyalty, so that you advise yourself and you desist from things that are not love and loyalty. So we want to continue this evening by looking at number nine. And number nine says this, a person who gives excuses and continually justifies himself or herself. That's number nine. A person who gives excuses and continually justifies himself or herself. And I want us to read First Samuel chapter 15, verse 20 to 23. First Samuel chapter 15. Verse 20 to 23. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 20 to 23. Let me read. Now, before I read, let me just give you the background of this story. God has told Samuel, the prophet, to go and tell Saul, the king, that go and fight the Amalekites. Kill everybody, destroy them totally, and bring nothing back. Destroy them. That was God's command through the prophet Samuel to Saul. Samuel went ahead and told Saul that, Saul, go and do this that God has told you to do. Saul went ahead with the armies of God to go and fight the Amalekites, defeated them, destroyed a whole lot of them, but did not fully execute the commandment that God gave him. And when he was asked, this is the answer that he gave. Verse 20 of First Samuel chapter 15. But I did obey the Lord, Saul said, I went on the mission the Lord assigned me. This is from the NIV. I completely destroyed the Amalekites and brought back Agat their king. The soldiers took sheep and cattle from the plunder. The best of what God was, the best of what was devoted to God, in order to sacrifice them to the Lord your God at Gilgal. But someone replied. Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, 
and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 20 to 23. Ladies and gentlemen, I have not seen a more severe um, pronouncement from God than this in the Bible. Very, very serious. This is one of the things that I read from the Bible. And I said, I can see that God is really serious. And he was, I can even say that God was angry. Look at the words that um, the prophets used. He said, for rebellion is like the sin of divination. Rebellion is like the sin of divination. And he went ahead and said, arrogance is like the sin of um, witchcraft. Arrogance, like the, the, sorry, arrogance, like the evil of idolatry. I want to just um, pick the King James Version and read that particular um, part of scripture for you to see how the King James Version also puts it. So that you may be walking around, but you may not know that what you are actually doing is very, very, very dangerous. Look at how the King James Version puts it. For first Samuel chapter 15, uh, verse 20 to 22. But let me just read the verse 23. It says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Rebellion is so as you are walking there, you may not easily know that you are a witch as you are walking there. You don't know. You, you, are, you, you are a witch as you are walking there. Because you don't know that the rebellion that you have put up against God and against God's word, the Bible said is as the sin of witchcraft. And he said that stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. That if you are a stubborn person, you are like an idol worshiper. You are, you are into idolatry. See, that is how serious and dangerous these things are, as God told Saul through the prophet Samuel. Now, what has brought about this serious, uh, and, and the final, he said, because thou has rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. For all you know, as I'm a pastor preaching here, for, for all I know, probably God has rejected me. God have mercy on me. And as you are listening, for all you know, you may be priding yourself as a child of God, but for all you know, God has rejected you because of disobedience. So someone said, for God, obedience is better than sacrifice. You may be sacrificing so much, but God, what has God told you to obey that you are not obeying? I'm telling you that just even being here in the meeting this evening is obedience to God. It must be, it, it, it may be far more important than any other offering or sacrifice that you can ever give to God. Your offering and your sacrifice is not important to God at all. The Bible says that the silver and gold are mine, says the Lord. The thousand cattle on the hill belong to God. It belongs to him. So what is your, your, your sacrifice that you can give? It means nothing to God at all. It's for your own good. And so Paul saw, um, Samuel gave these serious remarks to Saul. But what has happened that has brought, he said, God has rejected. What has happened? Saul said, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord sent me. 
and have brought Agag, the king of Amalek. God said, go and destroy all the people. So we are saying that I have brought Agag, the king of Amalek. God did not tell you to bring Agag. He said, kill everybody. Destroy everything. You said, I have brought the king of Agag. You see, this was a person who was giving excuses and he was justifying himself about what he has done when God has specifically told him of what he should do. People who give excuses, see, that is why in my life, I don't want people to give excuses. And, 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 and these days, one of the things that God is, is, is really teaching me is to cut off anybody in my life who likes to give excuses. One of the things that I've come to realize is this, that if somebody wants to do something, he will find a way. If he doesn't want to do it, he'll give an excuse. I tell you. And that's why when people give excuses, oh, I cannot connect because I don't have data. I cannot connect because I don't have this. I mean, someone was telling me a very interesting thing. He said, somebody said, I didn't have data. So, 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 so Sunday, I couldn't join the, the gathering. Meanwhile, the person was chatting and posting things on his social media network. I said, I, I don't have the data, so I couldn't join. I, I'm telling you that if you want to really do something, you will do it. But if you don't want to do it, that is when you will come with excuses. And I need you to understand that if your life is full of excuses, you are, I mean, just like God rejected Saul, so you are also on your way to being rejected. God does not like excuses. Look at it. God sent his son to come and die for us. What excuse can you think you can give that God will accept no, just think about it. God sent his son to come and die, his only begotten son, to come and die on the cross, his only begotten son. What excuse do you think you can give? That would be so much that, I mean, it, it, it will, it, it will um, move God. It, 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 so, so thought that he was giving a very good whatever. But when God heard it, he said, get away from me, I've rejected you. If you don't want to be rejected by God, live a life of not giving excuses. Live such a life that I don't want to give excuses. Whatever we have to do, we need to be there. I'm telling you. And that is why, as this pandemic and coronavirus is going on, churches have not given excuses that we cannot meet. We cannot meet physically, but you can meet here. It's also a type of meeting. We like to meet physically, but circumstances is preventing us. Many churches have been able to go back to meet, but we are not able to go back because of some circumstances beyond our control. We don't have our own church building. We have issues that we need to contend with, but we are not saying that because of that, we are going to give up and not meet and, and give excuses. We are still meeting irrespective of the challenges and the difficulties and whatever is happening. We are not going to give excuses. We are actually going to meet. And people want to give excuses as to why they can't give A, B, and C. And that is why I see people and I see they are going nowhere. They are going nowhere. That is why Saul went nowhere, because he was a person who likes to give excuses. He said, I brought Agat, the king of Amalek. And he said, but the people took of the spoil, sheep and the oxen, the chief of the things, which have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Ah, Saul. Saul so is blaming the people. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to understand that when you stand before God, you cannot blame anybody else but yourself. 
I cannot blame anybody as to why, as a pastor, I'm not able to have meetings. I cannot blame anybody. I cannot give an excuse that God, because the people will not come. If even one person is going to come, we are going to have the meeting. If nobody comes, going to, I'm still going to have the meeting anyway and still meet and, and, and see the people who don't come. So that when God asks me in heaven one day, I'll point out to them and say that, God, I invited the people, I organized the meeting, I made things happen, and still they didn't come. Probably you have no idea the length we sometimes you have to go through to have a meeting happen, and then somebody will just say, I, I, I will not come. I'll get, I have an excuse uh, because of A, B, and C, because of D, because of something else. And these same people will turn around and say that I've been a Christian all my life. I've served God all my life, and God is not helping me. Please, you are lying. You have not been a Christian all, all your life. You have not served God all your life. God sacrificed his son. Who are you? So what are you sacrificing? You can't sacrifice your time. You can't sacrifice your energy. You can't sacrifice your data. You can't sacrifice uh, uh, your money to give offering. You can't sacrifice all these things. What are you talking about? And that's what I'm saying, that a person who gives excuses and continually justifies himself or suffers justifying himself, or is the people. Listen, anytime anybody has pointed to any person else other than himself or a cause of something, God has rejected such a person. Look at Adam. Adam said, it's not me. It's the woman that you gave me. Then the woman said, it's not me. It's because of the serpent. Now, God said, I'm going to listen to anybody again. I'm not going to listen to anything again. It's not about the people. That's why one time God told the prophet Isaiah, he said, don't look at the faces of the people because they are stiff-necked people. Don't look at their faces. So number nine, a person, if you don't want to be seen as the person who does not have a loyalty and be rejected by God, don't give excuses. Whatever you have to do, wherever you have to go, whatever you have to make happen, make it happen. And that's why sometimes I made this statement that there is no excuse for making an excuse. There's no excuse. You don't have any excuse for making an excuse. If you think that you have an excuse for making an excuse, then you are lying to yourself. You have no excuse at all. You have no excuse. Hallelujah. Finally, number 10 of signs of not love and loyalty. A person who does not contribute to a joint effort to help build the church and appreciate the pastor. A person who does not contribute to a joint effort to build, help build the church and appreciate the pastor. Let me, let me say it again, number 10. A person who does not contribute to a joint effort to help build the church and appreciate the pastor. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 6 and 7, and I just want to read it for you, so that we can understand that God requires you and I to appreciate and honor his servants that he appoints for us. Verse 6 says this, Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the way should share all good things with their instructor. 
The one who receives instructions from the way should share all good things with the instructor. Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. King James Version says that let him that is taught in the way communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Let him that is taught in the way communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. I want everybody to understand that God has called us to help build his church. Jesus said, I will build my church. And a person who has love and loyalty towards God will help to build the church of God. If you are part of inspiration or whatever church that you are part of, I need you to understand that God is requiring of you to help to build that church or to help to build that ministry. And anybody who does not help to build the church and the ministry does not have love and loyalty for God. If I am building, um, uh, how do you call it, um, a restaurant where we sell fufu and palm nut soup at the restaurant, and I have six people, and three of them come every morning to come and help me pound fufu, come and help me prepare soup, come and help me um, um, bring customers to the place to eat, to eat. And I have three other friends who doesn't help me at all, who doesn't share my flyers on Facebook or WhatsApp. And when I share it, because they don't even like it, they don't come and even buy food from my place to eat. I can clearly know that of my six friends, I have only three who love me. The other three don't love me at all. That is why when I see any person who is connected to me in any way or the other, I'm doing a business or doing something. I try to help by either patronizing in, 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 in it or, 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 or by helping the person, by, share, by sharing a design, inviting people to partake or saying something good about what the person is doing. That is what it means to have love and loyalty. You must contribute your quota to help build the church and to help honor the pastor that God has appointed for, for, for you and has appointed in the church. That's why for us as inspiration, every year in October, we do what we call Pastors Appreciation Month, where we appreciate the pastors that God has given us in the ministry. We need to encourage you that whenever something like that happens, you as a person must help and contribute your quota to help appreciate the pastors that God has appointed over our lives. I'm a pastor. I also have pastors that God has appointed for me. I have spiritual fathers that I appreciate. I show them love. Just recently, um, one of my spiritual fathers was celebrating um, her birthday. We sent a message. We used her, her, her picture as uh, his picture as our DP. We, we went on Facebook, demonstrate to the whole world that this is our pastor. This is our spiritual father who helped me to grow and develop and become the kind of person that I am today. I need to celebrate a person like that. Those are the people that should be using on your on your on your status. Not any useless thing that you pick. You put it on your on your status. Sometimes when I see people's status, I I I I I, I cry. I see with it, and I'm wondering, what are you doing? You have a status that people watch, that you can use to share the gospel, that you can use to tell people about inspiration, about what we are doing. And, and, and this month, we are we are thinking about others. So we are um, collecting clothes for people, shoes, uh, uh, and things, so that we can go and give it to people. And you have not even used it on your status at all. 
and you have certain things which doesn't help to build the church and build the ministry. You cannot be said as a person who is loyal and a person who loves God. God says, rejected soul. Don't be a person who will be rejected by God. Always make sure you contribute to a joint effort to help to build the church and help to appreciate the pastor that God has appointed for us. Hallelujah. And so today, we bring our discussion on signs of not love and loyalty to an end. These are the 10 signs. And I want you to, I hope you have written all of them down. Um, if you don't have it, you can WhatsApp me later or send me a message later. I will send it to you so that you can have all the 10. And let it be your guiding principles and say that I'm going to make sure that from today, I don't demonstrate these signs that show that I do not have love and loyalty. Rather, I'm going to do what shows that I have love and loyalty to what God has called me to do and what God has put me into so that God will also help me. Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing.